If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Yo, what is good? And welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for March 4th, 2022. I'm your host, Janet Garcia, and joining me is Greg Miller. What is up? Not much, Janet. How are you? I'm good. I almost wore that sweater. I'm really sad I didn't. I couldn't find it. I know you love matching and you're going to be yes. really depressed because me and Kevin are both wearing it. He was wearing no. it in the morning meeting too. So you could have made oh it triple gosh. serious. But I you like had to the, go the little, the small drop Kevin sauce all over your sweatshirt, yeah. throw it in the laundry and forget about it. I know. And Kev like, Kev. it's like classic. You're like rifling through the clothes and you're like looking for, I don't know how your closet set up, but I'm like looking for the sleeve and I'm like, I'm not seeing the sleeve. I don't know sure. where this is at, but I, 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 we roll the t-shirts and put them in a very, so I can see like the band of color and I know what they are. Okay. My sweatshirts is, are, yes, I have so many okay. questions for you that have nothing to do with what we're talking about here. Sure, yeah, so we're going cool. to do a little bit of this and we're going to jump into it, but it's free, I, I want to know Friday, whatever you want to talk about. I, I don't know if you know, know, we called Samoa Joe yesterday and talked about a grasshopper for like 30 minutes. So it doesn't I matter. I did feel like the thumbnails this week have been kind of chaotic. So I feel <laughs> like we can just sort of hang out here. <laughs> we can do I'm whatever like, want, Greg's like breaking apart or what's going on here. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> How do you dif differentiate what you put hang in your closet and what you sure. put in the drawers because by you saying that that tells me that that sure. sweater is in the drawers and not sure. hanging so what's well, how do you Janet, figure that out this is something you have never had to worry about but i am overweight and disgusting mm. and so it means mm. that shirts hang weird on my body which mm. means a long time ago i had to stop hanging t-shirts because the necks would get all stretched out and it's like I can distract from the rest of my misshapen potato-like body by having a tight neck. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then yeah. it hangs normal-ish. <laughs> and then like it's just if I move it at an angle, that's people are like, wait, where's this belt? Why does this gut look like that? But if I have the neck stretch, then I'm just I look terrible from the start. So a long time ago, I said no, no to hangers. And hangers are only for dress shirts and suits. Everything else is folded up and put somewhere. That's How do you deal with the fact that there was t-shirts get? get like wrinkled do you just live with them do you iron them do you steam them no 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 i, I wear out the wrinkles i burn hot so i'm just my body mm -hmm. gives off mm -hmm. enough heat to get rid of the wrinkles you, know <laughs> so you I mean? just melt you yeah. just melt away <laughs> like, again back to the point you have to wear this is like it. one of those circle diagrams we're back to me being overweight where i'm just gonna go through it i'm just gonna burn out these wrinkles they ain't gonna stop me you know what i mean they're gonna do it and be fine but I'm not, I think you wrinkle the T-shirt when you ball it up and put it in there. It gets underneath something. You know what I mean? Like a folded T-shirt, I don't feel like has those kind of wrinkles. I feel like it comes out of the – well, are you immediately, you know, putting it away when it comes out of the dryer? Fuck. No, there's piles of laundry all over this but That's house. what I mean. Like, I think in the pile, it becomes like more wrinkled, and then it never really like comes back. I just kind of no, wear no, them I haven't wrinkled. had that. I haven't had that issue. No. Yeah, I don't know. You have a different. I mean, I can go grab. I have a pile of laundry on the couch for, behind Jen. I can grab one. We can see how wrinkly this one. I feel like that's high risk though, because you don't know what you're gonna get in that pile. He's already gone. It's too late, everybody. Yeah. Janet, jeans so confirmed you, from Greg Miller standing up. Do you fold anything? Are you trying to hang? You know what? I actually don't. I used to have. I did used to have the like. I'm folding the shirts, and you can see the logos. I had a very nice like system. Yeah. yeah. But then I realized like because I don't. Like I hang up all my stuff. Like I hang out my outside T-shirts and the stuff I sleep in or lounge in is just in the drawers. So I'm like, why do I need to fold 
like a lounge pajama shirt. Like I don't, so I just stuff it. I just throw it all in there now. It's all mm. chaotic. The only different, mm. the only thing that's organized real quick is the, I have little drawer inserts and oh, I'll yeah. like sort oh, yeah, some like things those. like maybe like certain socks or underwear sure. or like, you know, if I have like a running gloves or something weird like that, I'll have those in little inserts. And even hey, like no, the, hold on a the, second, hold on a second, hold on. Oh no. No, no. We're, never we're gonna, gonna just say we're, running gloves. We're never gonna get then, where we need to go. And there's like another well, tangent I have gloves? and then we have the what are running gloves. I'm going to running gloves. gloves. I'll oh, stop you right there, Kevin. What a, what a running glove running. I'm imagining is and I need your help. I can't remember it wasn't the boys, was it? But do you remember that one uh show we watched wherever where it was this thing about superheroes and there was the guy who was like the ky jelly dude where he just did one thing where he oh, ran yeah. and then he slid watchmen. on the ground into a, a, a watchman that's right he yeah. slid into a sewer vent that's what i imagine we're about to build is that janet's out there in some kind of head-to-toe spandex thing to run she got goggles on the wind is just breaking as she goes right so basically like, though, um, wait 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 i want you to know no matter what you say next this is forever what i imagine <laughs> these oh, gloves are <laughs> Why? <laughs> in my mind, these are the gloves you put on when you're going for a nice little jock. Oh my god, what are those even for? I don't know. They're so specific. <laughs> um, so many thoughts and feelings oh. are running through my mind. To answer the the glove thing, and then we'll see Greg's shirts show and tell today. Um, I they're just gloves that I wear while I run. So they're athletic gloves. Like they have more of like a wick kind of texture so they're like better for like sweating into and i'll wear them for like the winter time back when i had a winter and now there's not winter i just have like me being cold as hell in la at like five in the morning and i'll wear like sometimes gloves for that um yeah i think that's it when you guys mentioned the full body suits though i couldn't help but think of like that episode of malcolm in the middle where hal was into competitive speed speed walking walking. um that's also the same outfit that i feel like they wore in that one episode of loki but greg what do you have well, I struck out us. pretty huge over there. Sorry, I moved the laundry last night you know, before bed or whatever to put some rags into the dryer, and I dropped it there, and I thought it was regular clothes, but it turned out it was just towels and some baby clothes. So, like, Benjamin's little cute sweatshirt here with the little barriers. Oh, Let me come on. Oh, that's so cute. Put your kid in that? Well, see, that's that the thing, Kevin. Like, he, as soon as this I'm goes sorry. on him, he is just going to drool all over this. He's going <laughs> to take this and shove it into I his little it. fat face, all right? So it's like, I'm not worried about this being wrinkly. What? I'm not shit talking, Benjamin. I'm being legitimate about these cute little cheekums he's got. Looks like a little baby bulldog over there. And he's got this little turtle beak of a mouth we talk about all the time. And this really skinny neck. I'm ready for the neck to grow a bit. You know what? Am I wrong? You're going to look there and tell me I'm wrong, Jen? He's an adorable kid, but he's all sorts of animals at once. I don't know. And then we put him in a bear suit. Or, or Kevin. If we're going to go swimming, we put him in the little shark suits. Of right? course. Of like, course. That makes jump, sense. Jump. That makes sense. That's good. Yeah. That was there was a lot to unpack there. But I feel like I feel like the shirts are a little wrinkled and we just kind of wear them wrinkled and that is what it is. Okay, before we actually get into well, anyway, um, so this one hold on, Janet. So yes. like this shirt doesn't look wrinkled, right? Like this was in this has been, you know, this is a producer slash seducer OG shirt that's been in there forever. It doesn't look wrinkly when you look at it. You don't, I don't say think hey, that's so, a but it's a, it's a black shirt. That, and we're oh, on camera. You're just a little square. Ah, you know I mean? Janet, welcome back to the top of the circle. I'm <laughs> overweight. All my shirts are black. Yeah, All right. I learned a long time ago. You wear colors. Everybody's like, look at the tits on that guy. No, thanks. I'll wear black. <laughs> it's true, though, Janet. It's true. <laughs> Kevin knows. Kevin's yeah. right there with me at the top of the circle. That is fair. <laughs> but yeah, like my- you, what a great week of content we've had. <laughs> I just mean, nonsense. I hang, I hang my t-shirts like my outside t-shirts mm, slash my sure. content t-shirts this is a content t-shirt yeah. i'm sure once it like wears down like the ps i love you like 
design, all the PlayStation console thing. Once this gets, you know, retired, then I'll sure. like cut it up and it'll just be a, a wrinkly T-shirt. But it's also black, so it doesn't really wrinkle. But anyway, that was an interesting dive into laundry and I like clothing. Axel 360 in the live chat goes, is today another slow news day? No, there's a lot to talk about. No, but no, there's, like GTA, there's like a bunch of stuff. But, oh, do we want to? Should we do the Funko Pop talk now, or should we wait? Should we'll we just save it? it for PS. I love for you. Post show, it's fine, yeah. Or, or post show, yeah, post show works. Yeah, okay. I mean, we'll do post show Funko Pop. Jan made her own P- uh, Funko Pop, and I can't wait to hear about it. I made myself, and it's awesome. Okay, so hello, welcome. There is news today. Uh, these stories include GTA 5 next gen details and a date, why Star Wars Eclipse could be very far away, Microsoft and others stopping sales in Russia, and more because this is, you know, laundry wrinkled sure talk. But it's also kind of funny games daily, where each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com, or listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily use epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support kind of funny to be part of the show head to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad free along with the exclusive daily post show some housekeeping for y'all. After KFGD, we're gonna go. We're doing something nuts: a seafood race between Andy, Tim, Barrett, and Bless. It's gonna be four separate feeds at once to see who can finish the game first. It's all sponsored by the Razor Blade 15. Check it out on Twitch.tv/KindOfFunnyGames after this, or YouTube.com/KindOfFunnyPlays later. Question about this: What what are the stakes here? Does anyone? I win believe anything? whoever gets it wrong, uh, Roger loses a pinky. <laughs> So the usual wager. All right, sounds good. Uh, we also have- I don't know exactly. whoever gets it wrong. What does that even mean? Nobody knows. It's Friday. Let's have fun. Um, also, who do you think is going to win? This is a question that's been going around a lot. And why do we all think it's? A, I feel like blessing or Andy. I feel Probably. like honestly, Barrett's the dark horse choice because uh, you really? know Barrett takes this yeah, shit he's, seriously. He's good. He's good at game. And Barrett keeps game. pushing it, saying, "Oh, Tim's going to be the one who wins. He's the only one of us who hasn't Which been playing a lot of Elden like- Ring." You know? But I do feel then you, you never count out the Nitro Rifle, you know, number one games journalist, Andy Cortez, because he he just put up an insane video about his Elden Ring skills. But again, does that transfer over to Sifu? Are they also rusty at Sifu? They won't know it. The one thing I know is that nobody's betting on Bless. Really? Why? Yeah. He's a dork. Bless, that, Bless is kid? the only you know one that I mean? hasn't platinumed it, right? Really? Yeah. Tim platinumed it? Oh yeah. Bless looks, oh yeah, Tim Platinum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did Tim get good at Sifu? Anyway, okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna check this out. I mean I feel like Blessing is who I'd put my money on, but also I don't have a lot of We're money, so right it's now. not yeah. it's low low risk, really. Live chat right now has Andy at forty five percent, Barrett at thirty seven percent, Tim at ten percent, and Blessing at nine percent. Damn, Andy is a classic choice for kind of any game. For anything competitive, much. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anything that requires any level of user input beyond like, do I say mean thing or Thing, <laughs> Blessing, you know? Blessings in the live chat. He goes, I got two months left in this company tops. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, I had Blessing. your back, but I'm also the least affiliated with this company. So I don't know. Take take it for what you will. Uh kindofway.com slash store has new merch. Let's look at the new Johnny Ace shirt. Kevin, they have made a video here. I believe this is a Matt Batson joint if we can show it. Uh, yeah, uh there is a new Johnny Ace polo, ladies and gentlemen, on kindofunny.com slash store. Let's take a look. Sometimes I dream that he is me. 
got to see that's how I dream to be. <laughs> I dream I move, I move. I dream I groove like Ace. If I could be like Ace, I wanna be like Ace. If I could be like Ace. Order the limited edition air Johnny Polo now at store. Legally speaking, you will not actually be Johnny Ace, but you can be a little. That's great. That's something. A lot of money and time went into that. Like Andy <laughs> harmonized with himself to make that happen. You understand? Andy like, himself? yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he did the thing where he like layers the audio. You can hear it. He went and did the kid He's voices. Impressive. He did all the stuff. Oh my god! Go buy the shirt, please. It is definitely a lost leader right now. <laughs> Jeez, that's wild. All right, uh, and also thank you to our Patreon producers, <laughs> Gordon McGuire, Fargo Brady. We're just going ahead, fan Pranksy. They were brought to you by Guild Wars. We'll tell you more about that later. For now, let's finally begin. What is and forever will be. The Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have five stories today. A Baker's Dozen. And let's start off with GTA 5 and GTA Online. Next-gen details and a date. It's finally here, almost sort of. Not literally, because the date is March 15th. Which, starting off, let's read with that being the date. March 15th, and here's what you can expect. Uh, it's going to be delivering the action-packed blockbuster story mode adventure and the dynamic, ever-evolving world of GTA Online to the latest-generation consoles with a host of improvements for new and returning players. And there's a lot to get through, so I'm going to try to read through them as concisely and quickly as I can from uh, the official post that went up on rockstargames.com today. These new versions of GTA 5 and online introduce high-end PC visuals to the console experience with new graphic modes featuring up to 4K resolution, a frame rate of up to 60 frames per second, improved texture quality, HDR options, and ray tracing, as well as utilizing the technological advancements of the latest console hardware for faster load times, immersive 3D audio, and support for platform-specific features. Uh, there are three settings, uh, graphic settings for GTA 5. It's the ones you know. It's fidelity mode. We got performance mode and performance RT mode, which is sort of a hybrid between fidelity and performance, if you can't decide. Uh, these new versions also offer across-the-board improvements, including faster load times, increased population and traffic variety, increased vegetation density, which oh, yeah. I just really like how, mm. I mean, for lack of a, uh, no pun intended, you know, how in the weeds this is getting with more hey, vegetation yeah. density. This is what we were missing from the immersive experience. Improved lighting quality across shadows, water reflections, and other elements. Plus, improved anti-aliasing, motion blur, highly detailed new explosions, fire, and much more. <laughs> uh, there's also new level. Like I bolded in this, like the you know the things that I need fire. to call out specifically, and I just put fire in bold because again, I, I like how they they get into the weeds on those details. Uh, there's also new levels of responsiveness with haptic feedback and dynamic resistance via the adaptive triggers on PS5. DualSense wireless controller adding new sensations to weather effects, directional damage, rough road surfaces, explosives, and much more. Platform-specific features also include immersive audio using uh, Tempest 3D position audio on PS5 and spatial sound on Xbox Series X slash S. As far as uh, GTA Online specifically, here's what's new. Uh, this is going to add in a new range of vehicles and a new addition to Los Santos Car Meet Ohio uh, Special Works, which encompasses best-in-class vehicles, a new race of a new class of races using specifically modified vehicles, and a weekly rotation of how Special Works time trials, along with a premium test ride where you can get behind the wheel of these newly modified vehicles for free. In addition to access being included as part of GTA 5, GTA Online will also now be available for the 
the first time as a standalone title for PS5 and Xbox Series X slash S. Plus, for the first three months from launch, GTA Online will be available to download and keep for free for PS5 players, making it easier than ever for new players to experience everything GTA Online has to offer. Uh, new players might also need more than just a pistol and their belt strap to survive Los Santos. So we're introducing a new career builder feature designed expressively for new players or for those who just kind of want a fresh start or, or a fresher to things uh, to get an introductory leg up in the criminal world. This includes five million to start some essentials, oh, including business properties, vehicles and weapons. Um, new quality of life improvements also include things like a newly designed introduction and tutorial for new players, a new front end main menu that allows you to jump directly into free mode, high races, adversary modes, and the latest featured weekly event content and more. Uh, for story mode stuff, they talk about just kind of how you transfer it over. It is a one-time migration. Starting today, what you can do is go over and upload a save to Rockstar Games Social Club, uh, and then it walks you through how to do that process. So definitely check back if that's something that you want to do. Basically, you just enter GTA 5 on your current console account. You go to the game tab of the pause menu, and then from there, you select upload save game option. Uh, and then just keep in mind that you can only store one game save per platform at a time and those saves remain available to download for 90 days uh, players with a rockstar games social club account will also be able to migrate their gta online character progress to ps5 or xbox series x s on march 15th upon loading up the game on either of these consoles uh this includes you know characters money progression stats everything uh, there is a note down at the bottom that mentions if you bought money like that is kind of locked to whatever your platform or ecosystem yeah. you are on. Yeah. But if you earn the money, like any earned money, that's fair game to kind of go wherever you want to go like, next. Like Mike who bought like tens of thousands of dollars in this game. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then lastly, uh, just again, just a reminder that GTA 5 and GTA Online will be available digitally on March 15th on PS5 consoles and on the Microsoft Store with pre-purchase and preload beginning March 8th. And then physical copies are coming later in April, <laughs> which... Why are the like? I hate that the back on that MPD. Get back on that MPD. I'm not going to get any physical games for the, for the PS5. Is what I'm learning from all this. So, Greg, are yes. you jumping back in for this? I know Blessing will already be there. He's probably there now as we speak yeah. instead of practicing for Sifu. So, <laughs> what does this do for you? Are you going back into this game? I, I honestly, Janet, I can't wait. Like this is you know, I my GTA Online story goes that at, when it initially launched back on the original fucking gta 5 i remember being at ign and booting it up and going to play it and just being garbage and me bailing and never doing it really and then you know at long after we started kind of funny gta online kept coming up in conversation kept coming up in conversation that me and the one the only the big kev dog kevin coelho said let's give this an honest college try let's go do it <laughs> and we jumped in there for a few nights uh, who was the beat us down peanut is that who we played yeah, with right peanut, yeah peanut was a kind of funny best friend who walked through and helped us and like kevin and i got hit with every technical problem you could have with a game that was is littered with loading screens and cell phones and weird archaic ways to match make and do things we just got we had no fun and we ended yeah, up quitting we would and start not we would start a race and immediately it would like kick us from like we would not be racing with each other and be like it's you know would be like oh that happens sometimes it's like why and it was that thing of like we would go to you know before pandemics we would go to austin and play with achievement hunter and they would set us up into all these things they did in gta online and we would have so much fun and we would come back and try to do it and it would literally be like what i imagine if i if i could if i accidentally time travel to the past 
and like I'm with Benjamin Franklin and I show him my iPhone. He's like, this is amazing. And then the, the thing dies and I have to try to explain to him like how electricity and how do you, I need a lightning cable and I need these, like, it's like that level of like, we were with people who like understood everything. And then we went back to being cavemen and we're like, we don't know how to make the fire to make it into a brick. You know what I mean? Like, how does that work? How do I take sand and make glass, Janet? I'm a caveman. I don't know. And so I'm excited for this for a lot of reasons. Number one, I think, I hope, you know, obviously GTA is and Rockstar are well aware of the shortcomings of GTA Online and what it's been. And so when you read through this, right, and this is some information we knew and then so much more information dropped on top of it. But when it goes in there and it talks about a new career builder feature designed expressly for new players or anyone who wants to reset their character and get a fresh start to get an interactive leg up, you know, here's a whole bunch of money. Uh, there's the properties, there's the vehicles. Uh, one of the things they had said before, right, and I, they say it somewhere in here, but I'm not looking at it right now, is the fact that, you know, you get to pick one of the, like, the class kind of things they do in there of, you know, your job and all this stuff. Like, it sounds like there's a way better onboarding process. So I am very excited to, like, they talk about transferring all your shit. I'm not even going to worry about it. Like, I have nothing on that character I made that I care about. Like, when it drops on the 15th, I want to jump in. I want to create a new character. I want to go through all this. And then I want to try to actually go and work on it. What, what about you? What, what's your GT Online experience been? I am one of the, you know, people always ask, like, who's still buying GTA 5? Hasn't everyone played this? Who wants to play it? The answer is no, because I've never played Janet. GTA 5. Okay. Wow. And now, uh, wow. did you say why? Or wow. no, no, wow. I'm okay, that's wow. fair. And then I'm thinking yeah. back to like, you know, what last week when you're like on a whim, just starts Fallout 4. Yes. <laughs> That's what you prioritize over GTA 5. I felt, well, the, here's the thing with GTA 5. Now that I, we've known about this next gen version for a while. So I'm like, yeah. well, why would I rush to be, I'm already late. Like, it's kind of like, you know, when you're late for school, you're late for work and you're hungry. It's like, I'm going to stop at the Dunkin' Donuts. I'm going to stop at Starbucks. I'm already late. I'm not going to be late and hungry. I'm going to roll up with my iced sure. coffee. And I know sure. you hate me and I don't care because I have my iced coffee. That's Fair me enough. with GTA 5 this March 15th or April if I want to wait for the physical. I'll probably just play the digital version so I can I can be there at the beginning. But the um, thing about you, Jalen, is that you make weird decisions. You're like Nintendo. You make w NWDs, but they're JWDs, right? Where like, remember when like Un Uncharted 4 was about to drop on PS5 version and you're like, you know what? Me and Isaiah are going to play the PS4 version again the week before. Like, what are you doing? Okay. First of all, it was me my brother. Second of all, it oh, sorry, wasn't sorry. a week before. It was like months. It was like months before. And we're, it's a slow break. You know, we're still playing that game. Like, people are like, are you going to restart? I'm like, no, I'm not going to restart. Like, the same transfers. Just transfer start. over. Yeah, I'll, maybe I'll do that. But then I'm dropping another, like, this is like when I dropped another $10 to get um, Death Stranding, like the upgrade, just for that one stream I did. And like, it was kind of worth it. I don't know. I mean, did I notice <laughs> that looked different? Honestly, no. It, it didn't look the same to me. But knowing that's different. So then it's let's like, bring it back. You, you, you know, saying on Nintendo is probably the meanest thing you could say to me as I drink out of my Mario. Oh, you drink out of your Mario cup. You bring it into frame perfectly. You got all your damn babobs and Mario's back there. I see your Yoshi. Uh, so then you say all this on the 15th. Are you going to jump into GTA online? Or are you going to like, are you going to be like, I got to play GTA five first. I think I'm going to start a GTA five first. And I've never been Jesus a big Christ, online yeah. person. I do know what well, just play. Are you, is there, are you guys like doing something with that? Me or and Kevin are, like, in, are we Kev? Oh, yep. Totally. In. And you know, Blessing's going to be in. Here's the thing that I what have to stop. This is a conversation I no. had with the one, the only, the Blessing Addy Oye Jr., who's only going to work with us for two more months because we make fun of him mm -hmm. a lot. But uh, the 15th, obviously, is a Tuesday, if you didn't know, right? Yes. That is when PSI Love You XOXO comes out. So what we did for Monday, the 14th, when we recorded PSI Love You XOXO, is book the one, the only, Kotaku's Zach 
Zawizen, who's a GTA Online expert. He's going to come on and tell us what we need to know about GTA Online, how to have the most fun on GTA Online, so that when we start GTA Online, we know what we're up to. And we're obviously going to be different because it's going to be the next-gen version, but once we're out of Career Builder, once we have some money burning a hole in our pocket, what do we do? Because that's my big question. That's fair. So you're going to go in there. You're going to get basic training with me and Bless, even though Bless doesn't need it, but you and me need it. And then Tuesday, they unleash us on the world. I'm down to do that in the sense that well, here's the thing. I don't. I I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll try whatever. She's not gonna I'm do all, it. I can already hear. You, you no, hear I'll her do voice, it. everybody. No, I always do what I say chance, I'm gonna bro. do. Zero chance. I, oh, I, when have I said I'm gonna do something and then I just I didn't mean, do it? I feel it. like this is gonna be the first example. It's kind of sad. I feel like that is such a half-assed response, um, and I expected more but, from the uh, show. For, and no, this, now, first off, but like it's half-assed, but it was fast, right? I had no answer. Kevin had an answer right away. So, like, let's give him credit. There, you had an answer. It wasn't a good one, but no, no, I never claimed that was a good answer um but yeah i'll try it here's my hesitation on whether or not i'll like it i'm just i'm like an old man with gaming like i don't go online you sure. know i'm only sure. online because i need to be online because the government says i need to be online that's it like sure. i sure. i am a single player person um but i'll try this sure why but not the thing I with mean, the gta I like online is you can play onboarding. a lot of a single player like that's where it yes. it, it, it works and well, got, it always got me interested was the idea of going in there doing my own thing and then occasionally meeting up with kevin or going to do whatever mm. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the one, the only CEO Junior, Barrett Courtney. Hello, Barrett. How are I you? I just wanted to point out of like, uh, what has Janet ever said she was going to do something and then never did it? Um, play the rest of Psychonauts too. Right, it. You know what? Oh, as soon as Barrett came damn. in here, those two things right there for sure. Yeah, yeah. Barrett right. is like an incredibly petty elephant. He never forgets, and he will throw it in your face. He's right. right? I really should. I just, I really didn't. Want, I really didn't want to. I really just should have done it, but I did. I didn't do it. You're right. You're right. You're right. But in my defense, it was Psychonauts 2. And I feel like GTA Online will be. I'm more down to play GTA Online than Psychonauts 2. But you're right. You're right. I stand corrected. You know what? I, I appreciate it. There's kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. There's, there's proper channels yeah. for this kind of thing. Oh. Yeah, I hate it when fans just break in here. You know, they got Discord access. They but also, yeah, we Janet, it's, Discord. it's never too late to finish it. You know what I mean? And then. You I think know it doesn't count, though. Because the point was like to do it at the time. I mean, it's better than not, but God, man, you must I don't really think... hate that terrible game, huh? Well, because it's just a new year. It's like now it's just slightly old. Anyway, it's old. again, yeah, I, you got to worry about what's coming up this year. Right? Where it's like that, eighty yeah. years later, right? Like GTA Five. So I'm excited to play GTA Five for the first time ever and see how that goes. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I started like I was into the collection that dropped last year, even though it had many of its own problems, problems. But I was yeah, having yeah. fun. I was having a good time. I was in the ambulance. I was in the taxi. I was, you know, failing missions because this thing is. See, not this definitely design. sounds like an old man trying to. This definitely sounds like an old man trying to prove he played something. I was in the ambulance. I was in the taxi. Yeah. You're just naming cars in GTA, acting like that proves you played it. They, they spent like two paragraphs talking about the cars in GTA. So I'm in. Yeah. I'm in the community. I'm there. That's, but yeah, <laughs> you are part of the community. Yes. You are part of the community. You can't take this from me. So March fifteenth, we'll be there. I'll, I'm down. I'm down to do some some stuff. I don't think I have anything scheduled for that day. I was trying I could, to figure it out. Yeah, hold on. Let me throw up the camera. Y'all are doing like, content, content, like we, streams. I want to do content, it. content, but it's that thing where my mom's coming to visit, and so like, I saw that around. too on the calendar. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. but that could be my. I, could, I think we can make that work. This. Like, don't. But don't, I mean, it's like I think I, I want to include her. Story. You're like, I want to play GTA, but my mom's here. You want to include her? Like, yeah. You want to set her up with? with I, yes. Do you look? So I'm looking at Tuesday the 15th on the calendar, and I put question marks there because it's Mike blessing question mark. I want to be a part of it. Janet can be a part of it, but Kevin can be a part of it. And then if you look at the next day though, when the 16th twitch stream mike greg greg's mom we can get my mom chat 
tweet me ideas that me, Mike, and my mom could play all on a stream together. You know what I mean? You know, and like real things, not stupid things. You know what I mean? Like obviously we could play Monopoly. Maybe we play Monopoly. You do that game with the whipped cream, you know, where it's on the little machine and you crank it. It's like Russian roulette. No, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Why are there so many Russian roulette children's games? I mean, like Russian roulette is a great idea for a game, except for the fact somebody might die. So when you replace it with whipped cream or I don't know, what are the other ones? I don't know. Pies. I guess. That's one of the rare exceptions where I've ever run up to the edge of a joke and been like, you know what? We're talking about children games. Don't say next what you're thinking. Greg. Yeah. Do let's ju- let's just talk about how that new Star Wars game is reportedly delayed to 2027. Uh, this comes from Sam Hargrave over at the Direct, who writes, after years of EA exclusive, oh God, exclusivity. Sure, you know, close enough. You got it. You got it. Thank you. The world of Star Wars in gaming has finally opened up to other developers to explore. Assassin's Creed publisher Ubisoft is currently hard at work at an open world title in the galaxy far, far away. Meanwhile, Detroit Become Human developer Quantic Dream recently revealed a High Republic set experience titled Star Wars Eclipse. Quantic Dream revealed its action-adventure Eclipse title during the 2021 Game Awards ceremony with a cinematic trailer featuring Chorus Kent, Yoda, Galactic Star Space Battles, and two lightsaber-wielding Jedi. Despite having already revealed its first trailer, Eclipse was always reportedly still years away from release, but a recent report has indicated it may be even further away than once thought. According to an exclusive report from X-Fire's Tom Henderson, Quantic Dream's High Republic set Star Wars Eclipse is expected to release in 2027 or 2028 due to difficulties hiring staff for the next-gen project. Back in December 2021, Quantic Dream had over 60 job openings available at the French studio, which remains the case today, with 67 vacancies currently listed on its site. The news comes after years of of accusations of sexual harassment and toxic workplace culture pointed towards the French studio. Following the report release delay, hashtag Blackout Star Wars Eclipse began trending on Twitter in response to the controversy surrounding the studio. Greg react well the number one thing i want to do is gonna sound like i'm making fun of you and i'm not all right this is more making fun of myself again no no because i'm an idiot right everybody knows that you listen to this show you watch this show you say greg was you know trained to write i was trained to write articles in newspaper articles right and so every time i get to a real word a name i screw it up usually right you see me start panicking right before i say i want to know i think it's honestly depressing for the uh, american education system that i screw up every name i've ever read but like i'm i saw you say chorus kent i'm like oh coruscant like that's how pop culture works that i know it's coruscant from these movies that i don't even like as much as kevin or anybody but like that's how screwed it up i am inside that i know this this weird okay here's the thing here's my beef and i and i knew i was gonna say it wrong and i even wrote down how to say it i saw like three pronunciations online and in the comments of all those pronunciations they were like really i say it this way i said i'm like i'm just gonna say it a way and like maybe someone somewhere will be like sure but again jan i want to make sure you know you, first off, you know I adore you. I, I love working with you. I think you're fantastic at everything you do. I'm not. This was not to make fun of you. This was literally just the fact that, again, you can look at my DMs from yesterday where I had a bunch of different uh, reviews for uh, Triangle Strategy, and I DMed all the authors, and I'm like, hey, I'm Greg from Kind of Funny. I'm about to read your review. I don't want to screw up your name. Am I saying it correctly? Because I did the same thing where you Google how to say people's names, and then yes. three different sites have three different pronunciations. Words are tough, and this goes back to me asking for a universal language. I did think about, too, I'm like, can I just delete this section like can i just take this off the list sure. of feature? i'm like future like i thought i'm just skipping it over but then you and again didn't. it wasn't on you but let's get back to the news story though yes. right what a weird thing remember when this happened star wars eclipse and we're all like oh my god and they said quantic dream we're like oh really that's a 
that's a weird choice right now. And it, and that's what I don't fully grasp about this game in general is the fact that I know for a fact that Disney does background checks and is very cl- careful with who they work with and why they work with. And maybe, you know, all the Quantic Dream, like they lost one of the court cases. They won, won another for the libel thing or whatever for, yeah, I think it was libel, right? Kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. I know that the, one of the journal, the newspapers they actually did win out against the other, they didn't though. And I read it recently on another thing, making a point about Quantic Dream of like, that doesn't right. prove that the allegations weren't correct. It was just how they reported them or whatever sure. the fuck it was. But let's say, all the allegations aren't true, right? I still feel like fucking Disney would look at this and be like, you know what? We probably don't want to get into bed with you on this one just just yet. And so maybe that's another thing that speaks to it. You know, it is here, you know, Tom Henderson, uh, or according to exclusive reports from X-Fire's Tom Henderson, Quantic Dreams High Republic uh, is expected to release in 27 or 28 due to difficulties hiring staff for the next-gen project. That could be the report, and maybe there is something else to it if they just want to back off this and they want to stay. It reminds me a lot of, you know, hogwarts legacy right where at the beginning of the year unprompted they're like by the way we're not coming out this year we're delaying and it's like okay cool are you delaying because the game needs it or are you delaying because you're trying to get away from whatever the fuck jk rowling just said now about fucking being a horrible person like and so is that the same thing here or how does it go mm. if, if we want to eliminate the disney question of it because again i just don't understand why disney was like yeah all right we see all that stuff but it's fine nobody's gonna care right then you get into this and it's like well yeah like this is where we are in 2022 that if you are a shitty place to work or at least there's allegations of you being a shitty place to work. People are going to look at it and go, I don't want to work there. And so I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah, I think it's definitely like feels that the chickens coming. Is it chickens coming to roost? Is that the saying? I've now I'm worried that that's wrong. Like, is that correct? Is it roost? No, it, chickens coming home to roost, right? Okay. Yeah, right? that sounds right. Oh, yeah. What does roost mean? What does that mean? That's where they like bed down and stuff, right? It sounds right. Chicken's coming home to roost. I'm going to eat a meanie too. When a bird roosts somewhere, it rests there. I was right, yeah. This this rather old saying, chickens have come home to roost, is normally used to mean that the bad things that someone has done in the past have come back to bite or haunt the individual. Yeah, so I think that, you know, that's really what we're seeing here. And I think, you know, in a lot of ways, it's such like a dark thing to be kind of glad about. But, you know, the idea of if you're a bad place to work, it's harder to get workers. Like, that's... Yeah, that should be the case. Like it'd be nice yeah. if if that could happen at scale. Well, one, I think the economy would collapse. But two, like maybe after we rise from the ashes, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn style, like we'd have yeah, a better world. But even though Horizon Zero Dawn got its own problems in its world, but you know, I digress. Like I think this, if they really are seeing that struggle, I think that could actually evoke change in the sense that like people don't really move until it hurts their wallet. Like that's just kind yep. of the way things work. Yep. Um, so hopefully they're seeing that struggle. They're like see, seeing the need to evoke change or create a better image or what have you. Um, I am curious to know, cause I don't think we actually even, you and I talked about this game. Um, what's your gaming history with Quantic Dream? And then like, what's your, anticipation or lack thereof for this game are you kind of off of it because it's quantic dream are you down for it because it's quantic dream and you know that's going to mean like story stuff like what's your history there and and how are you sort of receiving this news you know quantic dream again if you're new here which i doubt you made it through the 38 minutes of bullshit we've gone through to get here and you're like i don't know who these fucking people are but i'll stick it out you know like i've covered playstation my entire career which goes pretty hand in hand with quantic dreams rise to what quantic dream is now and i would actually say honestly kind of rise and then a little bit of a fall stumble at the very least right where 
you know, I remember covering Heavy Rain, which wasn't their first game, of course, but it was like the first breakout on PlayStation 3 for them or where they kind of made their name in that same point where, you know, um, episodic stuff was really kicking off and popping off and we all wanted that. And, uh, you know, David Cage has been had been a little bit around before then and you know, blah, 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 their whole gaming history. Heavy Rain I adored at the time. We had a conversation a few times, I think on PS I Love You even, right? Of like, is Heavy Rain still, would you play that now? Would that be a good game? And it's like, doubtful narrative games and choice-based games have come so far and there are weird things about that game at the time let alone where we are now then you get to you know beyond two souls uh the ellen page game that i'd been obviously excited for coming off of heavy rain but then i played it before they ever patched in being able to play it in chronological order and i just did not vibe with that game i did not like it i did not like where we were going so i never completed it and never bothered to come back to it and then you get to detroit become human which I had a great time with the first three fourths of that game. Maybe, maybe, and that's being, you know, I'm talking in the past now, but the, I felt it falls apart at the end on a number of the narrative threads, but enjoyed it to the point that that was one of those games. I forget what trip it was, uh, but you know, we brought, I packed the PlayStation with uh, Jen and I, cause we were watching it. We were playing it and she was watching it. We were making choices. And we were like debating them before you get into a singing robot at the end and all this other stuff. And like, you know, all this things. So it's like in general, and this is uh, me talking right now about you know art separating the art from the artist like a quantic dream game piques my interest because it is that thing of like is it going to be great is it going to be bad is it it, whatever it's going to be it's going to be something it's going to have uh, uh, some kind of vision behind it that i want to see what it actually turns out to be so art separated from the artist right oh great point i'm so sorry uh kevin corrects me in slack right now elliot page you're right i apologize i of course am talking very much in a past tense of what i uh did and when i interviewed him back in the day for beyond two souls mm-hmm. you're right elliot page my 100 percent. i completely forgot about that um but uh, so then get, get back on here art from the artist right those are games that I look forward to because they have something to say will they be good will they be bad i don't know and I, i'll so, so star wars eclipse I'm interested to see what they would do in the Star Wars universe with the Quantic Dream uh, type of playing, right? And what you're actually going to get into and where you're going to go with that. Let's see what that's going to turn out to be. But it is then to go back to this then. So let's you, you take it like right now, accusations. Again, they lost one of the libel suits, but the other they didn't. So there is proof that there's some kind of shit going on, right? And then, of course, on the stand, the one like the co-founder of Quantic Dream was like, do, can I lie here or some shit when he was under oath in French court? And blah, blah, blah. Even if you wanted to, we want to ignore all of that. As long as I've covered this, I've heard other developers talk shit about David Cage, and I don't mean like, oh man, blah blah. I mean just like stories like, ah, oh, he's he thinks his shit don't stink, and he thinks this blah blah blah. And it's like, so to bring that narrative to 2022, where they're having trouble hiring again, it's a different industry where people talk all the time now, and the jig is up if you're not cool, if you and if people don't want to be around you or don't want to work around you. And so like, I'm fascinated in this game right now of if it'll ever happen. And I know that I say that about stuff all the time and yada, yada. But again, 27 to, or 2028, again, Disney dealing with a company that is not in great light right now. And will they ever be able to recover from that and get back to that? Like popular opinion is down on Quantic Dream. And so do you really want to attach Star Wars to that and go all the way through this? If, and, and like, what was the conversation? And this is where you get into the business side of it. What was the conversation with Disney when they signed on to do this Star Wars Eclipse project? Was it that, okay, cool, we're going to target 27 or 20, 2027 or 2028 with this? Or was it like, we're going to target something before then, and then they start coming to them and be like, oh, we actually are slipping because we don't have X, Y, and Z, and blah, blah, blah. And at what point can Disney say, well, okay, cool, you're so far behind this, we don't want to do this. Yeah, I think, man, again, predicting whether or not things will come out 
or not is such a crapshoot because games are also just hard to make. So it's like, well, maybe it's just, you know, taking time and then you're always hiring and then you're trying to figure out stuff. And then maybe someone else has a different vision and things shift. And like so many things could be happening behind the scenes. I think as far as like where I'm at with this game, like I'm cool with it. Not really. I'm not that interested in it. I think the fact that like a lot of, I've yet to have a Star Wars project that really grabbed me. And obviously it's a very different genre, but that makes me like a little bit like less intrigued. And then, yeah, like I'm someone who played the, I think the only like quantic dream game I have played is Detroit Become Human, which I think is very much a mixed bag where a lot of the narrative design I think is really impressive and it's visually really impressive. But then you kind of look at some of the sociological statements it's making and it's like, hmm, this is kind of questionable. And then you like peel that back and you look at like, what the people involved in this game say about what they feel like they put forth and that sort of weird disconnect and backtracking also kind of colors it weirdly. You know, there's a lot of, um, as far as the content of the games, like a lot of people have done like many of analysis of, Hey, have you noticed all of David Cage's games are like very much depicting like intense abuse against women, like all the time. So, you know, and when you start to kind of, and again, that's not to say that you can never show those kinds of things in games, but when you sort of just start to add all these things, it really compounds and starts to create discomfort and maybe things that are like in some ways, you know, not good for in even pushing storytelling forward, right? Like maybe these are not the kind of stories that should be told in this specific way. You know, all of those things are kind of weighted on it. Um, it'll be interesting to see too. what it, yeah, like what it's like. Like in looking at reviews too of Detroit Become Human, I'm like, I feel like this would have just hit so different if this came out even today. Um, and not even that it's like, I don't know, crazily problematic from moment to moment. But there's so many things I think would have been analyzed in a different lens. And I think the overall reception of the game would have been different. So I'm, I'm very curious to if this does come out, like what kind of conversations are had? Obviously, it's apples and oranges because it's like based on an IP. But yeah, what are they going to do? Are they going to push the yeah. envelope in the way they've pushed it before? And I think one of the things that, that I I would talk about with Quantic Dream when I'm talking about, I'm going to leave Beyond out of it because like Beyond nobody really cared about. So like whatever. But you're talking about Heavy Rain. You're talking about Detroit, right? I feel like even though there are years between those games, there's not much growth in terms of like you're talking about what the story you're telling is where i think that's the problem whereas in the ps3 era when that drops it's lauded for being the story game and doing all these things and yada 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 and not really analyzed the same way because we weren't used to that and then for detroit to drop it obviously is analyzed in a different light and different stuff and like maybe it would be even more analyzed today than it was back when it was released but it was still of like the whole civil rights movement they're trying to compare to the robot thing here and him singing about slavery and yada yada it was like like this you're kind of a bull in a china shop here right like this needs a delicate touch and is quantic dream and david cage really delivering that right now and i think again we didn't know to look for that as much or weren't prepared to look for that as much in heavy rain versus this kind of thing and like you're talking about yeah the same narrative threads all the time about uh, abuse against women or something like that mm-hmm yeah so we'll see what i'll see you in 2027 or 28 or earlier or never on whether or not this game is coming out but um you know for now these are also just rumors kind of circling the studio um i believe jeff grubb did like also quote tweet this and said like yeah i've I've been hearing the same thing so we'll see if more reports and things come out um and hopefully at the end of the day this creates a a better workplace or reform there as well Um, obviously i'm not advocating for like i just hope this fails because like the studio's bad and i want like them not to be successful in that regard i mean there's 
there's grains there that are partially true, but at the end of the day, like if people don't want to work there, it's because of the horrible things that have been heard and possibly that have been done there. Yeah. Um, and I That's don't, the you know, thing if, about this. if this can't be made because there aren't good systems in place for workers, then I'd rather just not see it at all is the situation. You, that exactly. You nail it. Right. And that's the thing where I think you look at something like riot, right. When all their stuff came out and then their, their um, active moves to try to change that and do that. And that's what we haven't seen. And I don't mean seen like we've seen it the other way. We just don't know what's happening with quantic dream. Cause originally, yeah. right. They rebutted this stuff. Uh, you know, I have a Renata price article up from september 2021 about detroit developer uh quantum dream wins lawsuit uh without actually disproving misconduct allegations and it's this talk about on september 9th despite some extremely strange public behavior quantum dream won its libel suit against french paper le monde however it also lost its other libel suit against the other french another french uh, publication media part so like again that's where it's going back and forth so it's like have they dug their heels in and like they're like no no we're fine because that was their statement it's like, no, no, we're fine. We're not wrong. They're wrong. We're going to sue, yada, yada. Or are you actually addressing what's going on? We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of waiting and seeing, uh, I want to give a quick shout out to some updates from the Geo Media strike, which is, you know, still ongoing. Uh, just mm -hmm. because I saw something yesterday that just really stuck out to me. Um, I had seen this from Jason Schreier, who had quote tweeted like another author. So I'll kind of read through those in that order. Uh, so Jason had tweeted out, uh, Geo Media Management is so scummy. They're putting posts from Kotaku AU on Kotaku US, turning the Australian writers into scabs against their will. Uh, Kotaku AU is an affiliate site owned by a different company. Kotaku US and the rest of the newsroom have been on been striking since Tuesday. Uh, and he was quote tweeting a tweet put out by Kotaku AU editor David Smith, who said, not how I would have liked to get a byline on Kotaku US. We voiced our opposition internally to our content being pulled over during the strike, but it's ultimately a decision happening far above us. Kotaku AU stands with GMG Union. And then and just kind of as an aside, if you're following GMG Union on Twitter, which you should be because it's, you know, I think important and they have mm -hmm. like lots of updates that they're posting. Uh, the company is now requesting another bargaining session. So I think they are going back to the table for things and hopefully that will, you know, yield the results that they're looking for and bring the strike to an end while also bringing their demands of, you know, like more solidified health care, like more leave, um, better like pay, just a number of different like things that they're asking for. Uh, to the table but yeah i just i, I want to pull this in because you know i know we've covered it prior yeah. and i was just i mean i was blown away but then also not because like of course not. i don't know shit's dark but it's just i'm like it's so crazy that that could happen you know like i just think that's just such a dark side of editorial where not affiliate just in name only against your will you can have your work just posted and just again like turning you into a scab which for those who aren't familiar with the term it's like a worker who like works when others are striking it's like you know they bring in scabs to like oh well you don't want to work the line we'll just bring in this random you know contractor or whatever um yeah that's just like such a, a tough spot to be at and i don't know i don't have a lot of like glowing you know positive or interesting things to say about it i just feel like it's such an important thing to to see happen um because it's just so wild that this can occur so yeah um, i mean the long and short of it right is like obviously we stand behind is it and you do geo media i was asking about this the other day you're not go media i don't know how do you pronounce I it do G i do geo but i'm I gonna say know. go just to cover our bases uh but like right like yeah totally like you know we support, with the Star Wars planet whatever you know? <laughs> we support the gmg union uh, i don't think their demands are crazy when you read through them right and i think that yeah this is a huge huge hugely scummy move uh from go 
media of like to go against the wishes of Kotaku AU when they've said it. But would you expect any less? Of course not. Because again, this is how this works is that, you know, you have these companies buy up media companies and not understand what they're buying. And so they think that then it can just be a mouthpiece to do whatever they want. And then when, of course, the opinionated, talented writers you have that are making the content you hired them to make, don't do what you want. You're like, fine, get out of here and we'll do it. We'll make it on. It's like, what are you fucking doing? Like, don't even bother. Like, why do this? Yeah, exactly. So uh, go support that union in any way you can, whether it's, you know, retweeting, if you have the financial means, they have a strike fund, all that stuff. Um, I'll, I'll be interested to see how things develop over time uh, as they work through those issues. Uh, but for now, remember that you can go to patreon.com slash games where you can get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Guild Wars 2 End of Dragon, the third expansion for the award-winning and critically acclaimed MMORPG Guild Wars 2 and the culmination of the Elder Dragon Saga. There's no shortage of new shenanigans to get up to to explore the beautiful Canton continent, travel, fish with your friends in your own personal skiff, unlock nine new elite specializations, pilot the Siege Turtle combat mount, and way, way more. If you're new to Guild Wars 2, don't worry, their community of over 16 million players are ready to welcome you with open arms. If you're already a Guild Wars 2 commander, it's time to gear up for some new adventures. Like that Siege Turtle mount I mentioned earlier. Yeah, it can bear two riders, one to handle the turtle, the other to operate the weapon strapped to its shell. That's awesome. What about the personal skiff I mentioned? It's your new home away from home on the waves. Ferry your whole party around to explore, relax, or drop anchor to fish over 200 unique species around Tyria. You can check out the link in the description to get your hands on Guild Wars 2 End of Dragons available now. Let's continue with Microsoft pulling the plug on new sales of products and services in Russia. This comes from Richard Lawler over at The Verge. Um, and I'm going to read these next two stories just back to back because they're really covering the same things. But again, starting with the Microsoft one from The Verge. Uh, in a blog post published Friday morning, Microsoft President Brad Smith confirmed the company, quote, will suspend all new sales of Microsoft products and services in Russia. It didn't go into further detail about what that looks like or specify what meaningful financial impact the move will have on its business as CD Projekt Red did yesterday while announcing a ban on services uh, to Russia and Belarus. In response to requests for more information by The Verge, a spokesperson said the company had nothing more to share at the time. Microsoft is only the latest company to announce uh, a stop in some of its services to Russia following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Since the fighting started, many politicians worldwide have called for bans targeting Russia's economy and ability to connect to the world, in addition to sanctions on Russia, bank, Russian banks and state-operated media outlets. Microsoft's announcement uh, targets new sales specifically, leaving existing service contracts unmentioned. The company didn't go into the reason behind its decision, but Microsoft's recent focus on cloud services and support services means that cutting off existing contracts would be particularly devastating for both organizations and individuals using Windows, Office, Microsoft 365, uh, Azure, and even Xbox products in Russia. According to Smith, quote, we are coordinating closely and working in lockstep with the governments of the United States, the European Union, and the United Kingdom, and we are stopping many aspects of our business in Russia in compliance with governmental sanction decisions. Uh, and then again, we're going to jump to the next story, which is very much on the same in the same vein and kind of have a conversation on it holistically. Uh, and this is EA pool sales in Russia from Matt Wales at Eurogamer. It has announced it will be stopping all 
sales of its games and content, including virtual currency bundles in Russia and its ally Belarus. While Russia's invasion of the Ukraine continues, we continue to be shocked at the conflict that is unfolding in Ukraine, the publisher wrote in a statement on EA's website, and joined so many voices around the world in calling for peace and an end to the invasion. We stand in solidarity with the people of Ukraine. Our primary concern is the ongoing safety of those in the region, particularly colleagues and partners. It continued. And we are seeking to understand how we best might help them further beyond our programs that are already in place uh, following similar moves by Microsoft and CD Projekt. The publisher also confirmed that it will be suspending sales of all its games and content in Russia and Belarus, including virtual currencies, bundles, uh, while this continues. Uh, and they end with, as, um, as a result, it was kind of, again, reiterating how uh, that stoppage is going to occur. And then I also want to just quickly toss in uh, something that Barrett had uh, tossed up to us. This comes over from Sad Cat Studios, which is the um, studio that's making the game Replaced, which is like that really cool uh, pixel art game that we saw at the Xbox event last year. And they put up a statement of their own, uh, which reads, a statement from Sad Cat Studios. We are a Belarusian studio, and we want to make it perfectly clear. We are against war. We condemned Russian uh, aggression towards Ukraine, as well as Belarusian government's involvement in that aggression. There is absolutely no excuse for war and suffering, which is unfolding right now. Our team has endured the rallies against dictatorship in Belarus in 2020. One of us had been injured, one arrested. Now one of us is, one of our own is caught amidst the chaos of war, defending his country, and we are incredibly proud to have such courageous people on our team. That being said, we have ultimately decided to focus on well-being of our team as we, as, as well as relocating. Um, so, Definitely a lot going on there. I mean, I think these are like, you know, obviously extremely heavy topics uh, of serious issue, but I think they're all kind of speaking towards the same thing, right? How um, gaming is sort of reacting to this and how at the end of the day, these are people involved in these issues and that always takes precedent and really trying to like do what's right for, you know, humanity, which I know that sounds kind of, you know, grandiose and maybe extreme, but, uh, you know, a lot, this is a time where it really is that deep and that important. And mm -hmm. we're seeing more and more companies, um, be it in, again, like as the Verge mentioned in tech or gaming, figure out where their place is here, what they can do, what they should do, and kind of taking those actions. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything to add to the situation? I'm sure we're going to continue to see more stories. We've already seen many. Um, but yeah, I think it's, even though it's kind of us, repeating the same things i think it's important to draw attention to the different companies that end up doing it and you know maybe even in in some cases place pressure on on others to sort of speak out i think remedy put out a statement as well earlier today so we're kind of seeing many of these things kind of float around the space uh, during these times for sure yeah and we reported on them this week even a couple others of them you know pulling out or blocking stuff and doing that uh that of blocking cutting russia off basically and yeah it's what i said earlier in the week when we talked about that right of like i think if you wanted to be cynical you can sit there and be like well these are small moves that you know what what is what is a video game not being released or over there because yeah we were talking about uh the one i had reported on earlier this week was uh cd project being like we're not going to send stuff over there anymore and like what does that really do and it's like well it's about a, a show of solidarity right it's about using whatever soapbox whatever platform you have to say loudly like this isn't okay like this is not uh, the way to do things and to show your support for the people in ukraine and yeah, I think Microsoft obviously is a, a much bigger fish in terms of like what this would do and hopefully does over there and the, and the pressure it puts on there. But like, you know, it's 
everybody has to do what they can do to say that this isn't okay and that this isn't right and that we stand with Ukraine. And I think that's the reason you see, you know, whether it's these companies do that, whether it's something as small as us putting out a tweet, well, you know, next week we're doing a charity stream for Ukraine. Like we're all trying to do what we can with the, the methods we have to try to help over there and try to do it. And like, you know, it's the smallest gesture helps, you know what I mean? Everything helps to show that the world is behind them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like this is usually we don't end on such a, a heavy topic. So I'm just going to say if I want to know what's coming to mom and grab shops today, where would I look? You'd look at the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kinda Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Uh, and I will say, you know, Gavin, there's a lot of stuff coming out. So this was kind of an easy one to throw together uh, today. But it was kind of... Uh, I definitely felt the with Kotaku striking and us like you know like not going onto like the site. I'm like, man, I really wish those missed those roundups of the you know what's out today. But yeah, we still got plenty of stuff to talk about. We got Gran Turismo Seven on PS5 and PS4. We got Triangle Strategy on Nintendo Switch, which also there's a I think that demo is still alive that covers the first three chapters. If you want to check out the game before buying it, and a musical story, uh, which sidebar Barrett says it's good, worth the fifteen dollars for a two to three hour, um, okay. or two to three hour story. I guess is what is supposed to be there about addiction surrounded by a soundtrack that almost sounds as if pink floyd made an album about Jimi hendrix oh that's interesting uh this is on ps4 ios uh pc xbox one and nintendo switch and i think again and those platforms it's like 15 dollars uh there are some sales out because it just dropped but on ios it's five dollars so I will say, if you're looking to, to save on that regard, uh, you can always hit up the iOS version. Uh, new dates for us. We got the House of the Dead remake coming to Nintendo Switch on April 7th. Uh, as far as your wrongs, bring just quickly. Back, bring glen- typing oh, just, of the Dead. Give me back typing of the Dead. Uh, I, you, you know, know I've mean? actually never played a typing like oh, game like it. that. And I really I really want to because I, I love typing and I feel like I'm decent at typing. But then I do. I love typing. <laughs> and then I do. Like, because, you know, some people can't actually like, you know, type without looking down and stuff like I'm, sure. I'm in it, I can go Nothing real wrong quick. with that, by the way. But then, yeah, you know, but like I, I have, I feel like this is a one little skill set that I have here to like throw out. Though, you know, I try to do the words per minute tests and things, and then I look at it and it's like, oh, you're like very, maybe, maybe slightly above average. And then I really, I thought you'd real be humbled real quick. I thought so too. Well, the thing is, like, the people that are really good too, they're like, you know, stenographers and good. stuff. Like, yeah. I, there's levels, you know, I just, I, I made this document, which is mostly just cutting things together. Like, that's not, it, it hits different okay. uh upcoming hosts we got Wes and tim for monday uh tuesday we got greg and gary witta wednesday we got janet and tim thursday we got greg and samoa joe and then friday we have blessing and kotaku's zach zawizen uh if you're watching live on twitch after kfgd we're once again doing that seafood race between andy tim barrett and bless four separate feeds uh a race to see who can finish the game first and that again is sponsored by razor blade 15 you can check it out on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games after this or youtube.com slash kind of funny plays later uh this has been kind of funny games daily where each and every weekday live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about we have a patreon post show for those who are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com slash kind of funny games so stick around for that otherwise until next time game daily <laughs>